accountants. It's time to make it count. My name is Freddie Bennett, former accounting industry executive turned entrepreneur, business owner, change maker, and Guinness world record holder. In each episode, we bring you the powerhouses from across the accounting world to help you discover how to unlock endless possibilities, turbocharge your accounting practice, and make it count in business and in life. Thank you for showing up for yourself today. Now, let's dive into another unmissable episode of Make It Count. Welcome to another episode of Make It Count. We are the podcast that's disrupting the whole accounting and advisory industry. I'm Freddie Bennett, and today, folks, I have got a real treat for you. I am delighted to welcome Jeanette Quant. She's a mother. She's a businesswoman. She's one of my favorite people in the accounting industry, and she is director at Under Control Credit Management. Jeanette, I've been so excited about this episode. Welcome to Make It Count. Oh, thanks, Freddie. And I have to say, I'm equally excited because any time in front of you, I have to say, I always learn something, I'm entertained, and I can't wait until the next time. So it's a privilege, <laughs> and thank you for having me come on. Thank you, Jeanette. That's always bold to say that we'll be speaking again next time before we've had this podcast conversation. But let's <laughs> let's take that glass half full approach. I'm, I'm in for this if you are. <laughs> Forever the optimist, Freddie. Exactly. We we certainly are. So, so Jeanette, let's dive straight in there. For anyone that, that hasn't heard of yourself or hasn't heard of under control credit management, fill us in. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Well, Freddie, first of all, I like to think that we're superheroes. We're not saving people's lives. We're saving people's livelihoods. We've been around in the industry for 23 years. Largely in the last five years, we've really um, been focused and made a huge impact in the accounting industry. But uh, funny enough, 23 years ago, I did start um, with helping an accounting firm come on and help them with their debtors. They were in big trouble. So that sort of grew from there. So what we do is we put credit managers into companies and collect their money. We have partnered with an amazing firm called Fee Synergy. They power under control with a fantastic um, data management platform that we have been um, introducing to the accounting firms across New Zealand and Australia. And it's just absolutely transforming the accounting world's data days and cash flow. Amazing. I love that. Going straight in there with, with the accounting superheroes as well. And I think you you absolutely are because you you do have these superpowers that, that so many accountants and, and accounting firms need. Um, and they do say as a superhero with great power comes great responsibility. And when was it in, in your life and your career when you thought this could be something here, this could be a need, this could be a, a problem that I could help solve? Was it like a Alt out of the blue or a slow realisation? How did everything come about? Well, actually, Freddie, it was a smart-ass comment. Well, I'm an expert in them, so uh, so we're <laughs> in the right place. <laughs> Not like me at all, really. I had a three-year-old and a three-week-old at the time, and I was at a function. I'd been inland revenue trained, and I know accountants groan when they hear IRD. But look, they had the most outstanding systems back then and good people back then. We are going back 23 years, remember. 
I was just a baby, really. It, it was a one-off, one-line comment, throwaway line, because somebody had given somebody else a hard time, Freddie. I jumped in, as I do, being the quiet, restrained <laughs> person that I am. And um, someone said to me, where did you come up with that? And I said, well, you don't collect money and not have some good one-liners up your sleeve. And he said, oh, my gosh, we need someone to collect our money. And mm. it was a large accounting firm. And 23 years on, they're still a client. That gave me the, I could set the hours around my family and I could work when I wanted, how I wanted, as long as I got the results that they wanted. And mm. so it was a real win-win scenario. And um, from there, it led on to a law firm wanting the same thing because they wanted what the other firm had. And then I thought, I've got the opportunity to have a business here. This isn't just doing something. It was watching things change. And look, the funny thing was, 23 years ago, Freddie, that wasn't when you had laptops. I'm talking ledger cards and <laughs> pens. <laughs> it was it was the challenge and the old mm. brick cell phone that you'd carry in your handbag. You just about need a suitcase. So and I imagine even the transfer of money took took a lot longer. Not like it is today where you just kind of press a button and, and bang, it. it's in the other account. Absolutely. You follow up and you're knocking on the doors because, you know, you, you couldn't just get hold of anyone 24-7. Mm. There was a lot, a lot involved. So it's come a long way, the whole industry with technology and, you know, just the way we text deck and, and just everything is, is quite different now. Yeah. I, I love it. And speaking about superpowers, which you clearly have in this area, I'd love to know some of the, the, the methods behind it. I'll fill you in and I sometimes like to give away a little bit of myself and my background in these podcasts. My dad's dad, my paternal grandfather, came from Birmingham, and he was part of a group of gentlemen that today commonly known as the Peaky Blinders. Those are the circles that he used to, to work in. Um, he worked in, in cash collection as well for them. I imagine their methods were slightly different to yours in terms of, of how to collect money and how to collect payments. And when did you realize that you had a talent for this in terms of, of reclaiming that cash? I don't know if I thought at the time it was a talent, but I think as time's gone on, as, as I've matured, I realised that it is. I come across so many places that tend to give the role of collecting the money to somebody by default. Mm. And it's not a job you can just give to somebody and say, hey, go and make phone calls and expect to get great results. You've got to have the right personality. You've got to be tenacious. You've got to love doing it for a kickoff. I guess for me, it was seeing the money coming in, knowing that by talking to people and that great follow-up made that transition from having no money in your bank to having that abundance. Mm. And what was hilarious, I think, for me is for so many years, they'd, the firms had accepted the status quo because they thought that's the best they could have. And now it's 23 years later, but in the last five years, we've seen the competitiveness of debtor days and cash flow. And, you know, with the way accountants have changed their roles mm. to more advisory, they're now having to kind of check themselves because when you're giving advice, you've got to still be seen to be, um, you know, running a successful business. And mm. we all know that unless you have cash flow and um, money behind you, you don't have a business that can continue that growth. Yeah, I totally see that. And I think you're right about never accepting the status quo is, is such a powerful rule for business and, and for life. And, and to drill a bit deeper into that, again, well, we had this moment, as you were saying, when uh, 23 years ago, when your children are young, you thought, oh, hang on, I can build a business here. And we talk about accepting the status quo in, in your life. Were there ever any doubts, any kind of okay, I've made this work for a couple of businesses. Can I actually build a business? Were there any, you know, was there any imposter syndrome? Was there any self-doubt? What was going through oh, your mind? 
always, Freddie. <laughs> I don't think you're living if you don't have those challenges. And even even now, I mean, back then it was the juggle. I think for me, it's the thrill of the chase and watching the numbers come down because accountants aren't the only ones that love numbers. As credit managers, my team absolutely love, and I'm saying love numbers. Mm. They love seeing the data days come down. They love seeing the 90 days column come down. They love seeing the new billing go up. It's quite something. But I think probably in the last four or five years, I've had the greatest challenges because of technology and always wanting to be better and always making sure that you're ahead of the game with what's going out because there's so much competition with the way technology has evolved mm. and you know what people are able to provide now that it's making sure that you've got a a great product, be great service and see that you're delivering the results, you know, and meeting expectations. I think that that's such a, a pearl of wisdom there because so often we focus just on, do I have the right tech? Do I have the right product? Can I get people through the door? But but I find, and this applies to, to accounting businesses, to, to many professional services, it's only once you've got the clients and then you actually have to deliver for them again and again and make them feel special and make them feel wanted and, and keep those high levels of, of customer and client service. Do you find that was, that's been important for you in, in terms of the massive success of your own business? Oh, that's always been the absolute focus, um, Freddie. And under control has got a couple, well, we've got three legs to the business. So we have the under control credit management where we are outsourced in smaller businesses. So, you know, accountants, clients, we can help. So, um, you know, we get in and help the smaller businesses that don't have the resourcing but need the help. And they're um, hand-to-mouth, you know, um, mm. and they rely on that money being in to be able to pay their wages, pay their rent and to stay in business. And then we've got the leg where we're working with the accounting industry. And that's fantastic because of the different resources now that we have with partnering with Fee Synergy mm. and the difference that has made by being powered by that system has just revolutionized the results that are happening out there. And then we have our debt collection side, so it all feeds into another. And you mentioned the Peaky Blinders. I've got a whip. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not one to be messed with. I might be small. But and we're I not talking work mighty. in progress whip there, are we? We're talking about the um, whoopa, as they say, off reckons. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I, you know, I can uh, use my the gift of the gab and I can talk people out of money very, very well. And if it all fails, you know, I guess the odd kneecapping can't go astray too badly. <laughs> no, exactly. It's funny you should say that. Uh, a few years ago, I used to get paid for using a whip at weekends. But um, that's probably a, that's probably a podcast for uh, for a different day, I imagine. That's another story, Freddie. Yes, it is. But it's a very good one, a very profitable one as well. Just uh, still got the scars. Anyway, this is about you. <laughs> I think we should delve a bit deeper into into the power that, that you can deliver through under control yes. because we know that as we know on this podcast the accounting industry it's it's an amazing wonderful powerful industry full of extremely smart extremely talented people but we know through a number of areas accountants are struggling and accounting firms are struggling so if i know there's no such thing as, as a general picture but would you be able to paint the picture of if if i am an accountant listening to this right now what, mm -hmm. what problem would I be facing and why would I be getting in touch with you? Okay, first up, if an accountant is listening to this and you've got debtor days over 30, you need help. Mm. The new reality in accounting firms, because let's face it, it's one thing to be issuing your invoices or bill out 500000 or bill out a million dollars a month. The other thing is to get it in 
And we've got it firms now because of what we've put in place with using the fee synergy data management system. It's sort of tech stack. So you've got to make paying easy for your clients. And I think a lot of accounting firms, they're really good at what they do, but they don't like asking to be paid. Mm. And my experience, and I've got a lot of it, unfortunately, is the fact that most people will put somebody in um, that doesn't like doing the job or they'll give it as an add-on to someone who doesn't have the time to do the job, or they just give it to somebody who works in an accounting firm who don't have the personality Mm. to do the job because it's not a job for everybody. It's a job for a few. And I think the accounting firms now are starting to see there's absolute value um, and they get such a return on their investment now to make that decision to outsource the collection of their debtors. Mm. And it's making sure that they're using direct debits, which we now have. It's so exciting. Hot off the press, Freddie. Uh, direct debits are we now love live that. Make it count exclusive. <laughs> direct I'm debits just, are here. That's so exciting. So from mm. next month, that's happening, which is exciting. And that's a game changer. We've got, you know, the engagement module because payment being paid is, is from the very minute you engage the client. We've got payment gateways that makes it people can pay 24-7. Most people pay their accountants after hours. And mm. if they you know, they've got access to their own invoices, statements 24-7. So if they want to do it in the weekends, if they want to do it at 10 o'clock at night and they find they're missing something, they never are with the system because they can self-help and things. And there's also fee funding now that's available. And that's how I actually came across fee synergy. Okay. It's it's about wanting to always be the best and supply the best service. And mm. I had to look around and see how could we keep improving what we were doing. And so I looked at who does funding and Fee Synergy were hands down the best on the market, in my opinion, after doing all my homework. And then um, meeting up with them and building that relationship was probably one of the best things that's ever happened in terms of this business because they then built the data management system that's given us a tool to manage volume Mm. and make it so powerful for accounting firms because we know the sayings, cash is king, and When they're doing so much of the advisory work now, they're explaining to clients, you've got to get your money in, you know, you've got to keep your data days down. And so they need to be practicing what they're preaching. And they are like some of the success stories, Freddie, just from great credit management, having somebody that can run the system, making it easier for the clients to pay and having outstanding communication. Mm. That is making the difference. And it's about keeping the clients and getting paid every time. Some before and after stories. We've we've gone into a firm's They've had over a million dollars tied up really? in their debtors. Yep, absolutely. Really, the look of disbelief on your face, but it's actually <laughs> it's it's out there. And and I say to any accountant listening today, don't be embarrassed. Take action. You mm. know, if if you've got more than a couple of hundred thousand outstanding and you're billing out a mill a month, that's too much. Definitely. And it can be different. A lot of people will go, oh, but you know, I don't want to upset my clients. Look, firm that turns over, turns over 10, 12 million, they're getting 80% of their money paid within the month that's due. Their debtor days are getting down to 10, 11 really? debtor days a month. Really? You know, they're they up like around 60 or something before. I know, they're at 60. And that's where um, I know you're involved with the Gap, Freddie, mm. and they have this amazing resource at their fingertips, the Gap Calculator. Mm. I don't know if anybody's listening that's aware of it, but if they aren't, they need to be aware of it because it's such a powerful tool for them to use for their companies, you know, of who they're coaching. 
but it's a case of you can take a client's debtor days down by 10 or 20, and that's very conservative. Um, and that can make a difference of a couple of hundred thousand a year, mm. you know, in their profit and turnover. So it's about acting, having confidence and putting yourself in, in safe hands, which is, is what we are. And, and I guess for us, it's about, I like to use the proof of concept and have the clients that we're working in tell prospective accounting firms what it's done for them. Mm. I could sit here and we could talk for hours and I'd still not get bored or tired. Well, that's because <laughs> this podcast is so powerful, obviously. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the superwoman. Yeah. Um, it's seeing, and I guess what excites me now is the volume of clients that are getting the benefit of this now and they wish they'd had it years ago. Mm. And, and seeing seeing what they're doing now that they've got the cash flow, like they're getting better dividends. They're taking over other companies. They're able to, um, you know, help in the communities because they've got the cash flow mm. to be able to do that. And and it helps everybody. It's, it's that win-win scenario that we all strive for. Exactly. I, I love that. And it's, it's literally, it's Finding money that is yours, like it's it's it literally belongs to the accounting firms, and as you say, they, for whatever reason, they're not getting it. Either they're they're trying the wrong way, or they're not trying hard enough, or they've got the wrong people, or as is usually the case, it's one of those things where people are saying, "I know I should get round to it. I know we should be doing more, but I haven't got enough time, capacity, resources, however it is." And the fact that you can come in and solve this problem is is so powerful. Yep, and it's only around a three-month turnaround, Freddie, mm. from when they start to see quite significant change. You know, by the time they implement the system, have the credit manager getting on and making the calls and building the relationship with their clients. So it's not just calling and 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 sort of, you know, getting in, getting out, getting paid. It's, it's about that. Because they have regular clients and it's, you know, that return and repeat business, it's about making sure that, that it becomes a relationship, not just getting and getting paid and, and not not caring. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's it's that having that holistic approach to doing what we do. And from accountants' perspective, it's it's showing their clients that they're leading. Mm. They can't coach the clients that they work with to say, you must make sure you get paid when they aren't themselves. And I, I love this because I think this is is an underappreciated point. I was speaking to one of my clients about this just um just this morning and it's it's about being authentic. I don't mean like on a high level of, you know, we've got our values on the wall or we live our values and blah, 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 like everyone says. But literally mm. on a tactical and strategic level, we have accountants being trusted advisors to their clients saying, you need to be showing these behaviors. You need to be taking these actions. And then they go back in their own business and they don't do it. And I think not only is that um, obviously a bit silly, um, but I think, and I know I can get a little bit woo woo every, every now and again. But there's that whole I think if we're if we are not acting in a authentic way, if we are not taking our own medicine, as they say in England, if we're not eating our own sandwiches, then there's always going to be a bit of disconnect. People are always going to feel a bit frustrated, a bit stuck. And I see everything that you do here is being that real facilitator, making it easy. For accountants to take their own advice and, and go and get what's theirs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's nothing more fun for me, Freddie, than sitting around a boardroom table with a firm of directors and we bring up a dashboard and we call it the leaderboard and it's got all of their debtors. And it's having accountability because I've yet to meet a firm that doesn't have one particular partner or director that 
holds on and won't call their clients or keeps doing work for clients that never pay them mm. and um, and puts the rest of the firm at risk, really. Yeah. Um, and I think with the way the economy is, and look, being based in Christchurch, we've been through um, floods, we've been through earthquakes, we've been through COVID, and we've tried and tested. We're sustainable, strong and reliable. And all of the firms that we've worked in through all of the different challenges They've always got paid mm. and they've still kept their clients, you know, through the earthquakes. I mean, we couldn't be on the phone for probably three months. Really? So we rolled up our sleeves and we got in to, to help do what we could where we could. But it was, it was being able to then have the team to be able to approach those conversations because accountants, uh, like anybody's businesses, and there's always been the saying that your lawyer or your accountant's always the last to get paid. Mm. You know, they don't hold back groceries. They don't hold back their power bills. They don't hold back things. And we know that tax is always a grudge purchase, right? Yep. Well, <laughs> then there's accounting fees. Mm. <laughs> Let's face it, people have to have them they do. and they have to pay them and it's something that's always going to be there. So it's how do you change that thinking of the clients instead of making it a grudge purchase is into making it so darn easy for them to pay it mm. and, and then they're happy, do you know what I mean? Because one of the best things that I learned very early on, Freddie, was to keep sales away from collections. Definitely. If, if I could give one piece of advice today for anybody listening, and and I'm sure, look, even just an accountant sitting in a chair, because look, I live with an accountant, Freddie, mm. a very dynamic accountant. I've got a good insight into how accountants are, how they think, what they like, what they don't like. And they hate confrontation. They hate asking to get paid, but they hate equally not being paid. Mm. They love seeing the money in the bank. So, you know, what I would say to anybody is keep your relationship with your clients separate. An accountant who's in there having a client relationship, you know, a meeting, shouldn't know or need to know whether they're up to date or not paid because they should have somebody else who's worrying about that. Mm. So, and we, we say to anybody, when you ring the client, they know it's about the business. When the credit manager rings the client, it's about the money. Definitely. I love that differentiation. Uh, because you're asking an accountant to wear too many hats as well. And they say, I, yep. I always, I have a, I have many phrases, but one of my phrases, and um, if, for anyone that lives with a man, they, um, they'll they recognize this <laughs> phrase, uh, is that um, winners focus, losers spray. And um, love it. <laughs> so if, if, if we're if we're spraying everywhere, then uh, we usually make a bit of a mess. Uh, but if we're focused on the job in hand, the task in hand, on our specific role, then we're much more likely to hit our targets and uh, and be successful. Totally. It's exactly same as you say. It's having yep. having those different roles: the business advisor and the credit manager. Exactly. We're the superheroes who've got the sniper. Action. Love it. <laughs> We're direct on target. Yes, definitely. But if, if you said to me to sum up what we solve cash flow problems and generate real results, Freddie, mm. you know, it, it gives the firms more time and opportunities. It gives them that growth expansion and just opportunity to grow their own teams. Because at the moment, we are all feeling the hit of COVID and the lack of resources, mm. having a good team around you. So what I'm saying to anybody out there is use your team to build your practice and to, and to grow your practice, outsource your debtors, get your cash in, and everybody wins. Definitely. I have to ask as well, Jeanette, 
how is it being in those meetings when you're in the boardroom and you pull up the uh, uh, you pull up the <laughs> metrics on the screen and you show and all the partners are there? Have you had any interesting experiences? How do they react when you shine a light on oh. on the performance? Thank you. That's a great question, Freddie. And look, I've got one firm I'm thinking of in mind here, and they all um, sit there, and I always watch to see who's daring enough to sit beside me in these meetings, <laughs> <laughs> because they all know they've been taught that they don't make arrangements, that they don't have exceptions, because if they do, they pay. When that leaderboard has gone through and and it's coming to somebody and, and I'll come to a particular client and I'll go, okay, so this person's going to take this long to pay. Who made that arrangement? Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. You see these these really, um, you know, confident accountants mm. sort of try sort of shrinking in their seats because, you know, they know that they've let somebody away with something and that they're going to have to answer to me, really. <laughs> and I have quite fun with that. I bet you do. I can, I can just imagine mm. the uh, the scenario. And you know, we, we laugh about it, but I think there's also a, obviously an important message as well. And, and I imagine that that leads to real behaviour change. It must be the equivalent of, of what we say to totally. ourselves, maybe I'll lose a bit of weight, maybe I'll go to the gym. And then you set up, you stand on the scales and you're like, oh, shit, I've seen the numbers. Now I need to change my behaviours. And is it something similar? You yeah. sh- you're literally, you're holding up a mirror to them and making them see what needs to change. Very much so. And I think the power of those meetings are, as I said earlier, it's accountability. Everybody's there. There's nowhere to hide. It's pretty exciting, Freddie, when you can go into a meeting with 10 plus partners and you're in and out within 18 minutes because mm. you've gone right through the data ledger and talked about anybody of interest, and um, and then you've sort of been able to talk about what else has been happening. Um, that's how exciting it gets. It starts off, and it is, it's, you know, there's a pain point initially because there's nowhere for them to hide, and they don't like people being exposed, I guess. Mm. But now the behaviours do change, and people don't go anymore, oh, no, you can't call that one. Um, we have a rule of thumb. Everybody's allowed one. Right. <laughs> so each of them are allowed one person that they can give a free pass nice. to. If they try having two doesn't happen sorry which one are you gonna which one are you gonna give up and um you know we we get there now and Mm. and it's fun because you know a year down the track you'll go well this is my one yes (laughs) (laughs) have you got any others no no this is my one (laughs) and before you know there could have been 10 or 20 Mm. but to watch a million dollars outstanding go down to having 50,000 60,000 in your 90 days you know a million down to 50,000 is incredible and and we're seeing stories like that all the time it's it's, that's the realities it's quite fun when you have a director ring you or text you from a firm mm. and say hey we're at 10 amazing and i know they're talking about their data days yeah. because they're all watching them and and you know when you say to somebody hey we can get you from 75 down to 30 mm. that's significant change in the business and we're always striving to do better definitely we've had one that's had seven days we've had one that's had nothing in 90 days it's incredibly challenging for accountants to get their head around that 45 and 60 days isn't actually acceptable mm. and it doesn't have to be the norm it doesn't at all that's that's what you do you break the norm you uh you challenge the status quo and and that's what what superheroes do and and i have to yeah. ask Jeanette, if you think back 23 years ago or even 10 years ago did you ever think you'd be in this position now in having such a big impact and with so many accounting firms was this always part of the plan or how was it just a 
serendipity? What is this today? How, how did this all plan out for you? I don't think I thought it would be as big as what it's going to be because we still haven't reached our peak yet, Freddie. Mm. We're only just on that growth phase now, Mm. to be fair. I've always had a big, hairy goal. I've always had a great business coach, and he sat us down and said, okay, what do you want to achieve? What is achievable? But I think I didn't believe really how big this could get until I did work with Fee Synergy Mm. um, and saw it was their platform Um, that has been able to help us achieve the results because it's not humanly possible to, you can still get good results, but with the Face Energy Collect system and all of the technology behind it, Mm. that's what's enabled us to get the results, which has enabled us to then think big, not just think, oh, hey, it's it's nice. It's, It's thinking how many more businesses can we help Because for every firm that we help, they can then help hundreds of their clients because the bigger and better they grow, the more they give to their clients. And again, because we've got that other side of the business, Freddie, Mm. if their clients are struggling, they can refer us in. We don't have the fee synergy side for their clients, but we've got the credit management side. So we can still do the calling. We can still help their clients get paid which then helps them grow, which then helps the accountant grow even more because their clients keep growing. Exactly. Just, you, you just can never lose with it. You and know? It's, the whole, it's almost like those uh, those Russian dolls, you know, where you open one up and you just little yeah. one and little one, a little like, like the Russian credit dolls. I'm like, there's, there's something there. Maybe that's my new business idea. Um, but yeah. I, I like I like it as well because I've, I, I do the, the whole uh, healthy accountants to, to sell more advisory work and everything else and that. One of the big objections that accountants get from clients is that they don't have the money right now. They're they're struggling with their with their debtors and everything else. They they always say, oh, you know, we're short on cash. But then if an accountant can say, well, actually, here you go, we can solve that problem for you, so that we can get you more money, and that means you can invest in your business by investing in our business advisory services, and then that's how it all starts paying for itself, and that's how all the the credit Russian dolls start to fit together. That's right, Freddie. And look, cash is king. It is. There's nothing more. And look, when we're looking out in the industry and what's going on, you know, when you're in a good position now, um, you're, you're, you're thankful. But you can also, when you're in business in the economy that we're in, it's the time to make change. It's the time to be bold and look at bringing in people that are good at what they do. You do what you do well. Stick to what you're good at and put other people in. I was talking to someone the other day and they rang up and I asked for some help. And I love this because you make a call or you get one of your team to make a call and they're good at what they do. Now, people can make lots of calls and not get paid. Mm. We can make a call and we get paid. And there's a difference because it's not just ringing someone. It's what you do. It's how you do it. It's how you follow it up. And that's what the difference. They go, well, how did you do it? It's not just a job. There's skill to it. Mm. Bringing on skilled people. Yes, there's an investment to it, but they see, you know, the return on the investment is incredible. And, you know, accountants, as you know, they love measure and testing. And um, there's nothing more fun than you hear from, you know, a CEO of a firm to say they work out what you're costing them a year, but they still couldn't take someone on for that same price or it might be that same price but the results wouldn't be as good Mm. so they see the benefit of that so uh, yeah and there's nothing nicer than when you go to an event and they raise their glasses and say hey we're here because we got our money in the in the bank so i love that and it's amazing how uh how much could help conversations when you've made someone a load of money that's for sure 
Yeah. <laughs> I have <laughs> to ask as, as well, Jeanette, I mean, you mentioned this a couple of times. Um, earlier, you talked about loving what you do, about getting people involved who, who love the numbers, about bringing people into these, these roles on the phones who are, who are really good at this role. In the accounting world, and maybe in life in general as well, how important is it, do you think, to love what you do? It's that saying, isn't it? It's it's the difference of being having a job or having a career. Mm. You've got to love getting out of bed in the morning and and wanting to do what you do because it shows. You, let's face it, you go somewhere and you, you have somebody serve you in a shop and, and they're going through the motions versus someone that's really engaged. Mm. And, and for me, when we're on the phone and you've got someone who can't pay, it's coming up with a solution. Mm. And, and that's the important. If you don't love what you do, you're just going to do an okay, maybe an average job. We we don't aim for average, okay? Average isn't where we're at. We aim for being great at what we do, getting great results. You've got to be happy. And it comes across. All our team have to smile when they make their calls because mm. you can hear a smile. Exactly. You can. As people yeah. on this podcast, I'm sure they can, they can hear our smiles <laughs> all day long. And to, to dig a bit deeper into that question, just to, just to push you slightly, do you think... Yeah. Do you think it's possible to learn to love what you do? Or is it a very natural thing where I guess that nature versus nurture? We all have things that we naturally love to do. Do you think you can learn to do something? Or is it just you're cut out for it or you're not, or you're made for it or you're not? I think it comes down to the support you have around you. Mm. I think sometimes you can be doing something and not love it, but then someone can show you a better way of doing something that absolutely turns your um, perspective around mm. and then you can turn into loving it, I think. Yeah, I think it, it's it's all down to attitude. Isn't it? Definitely. You know, if you've got a if you've got an opportunity and that's all that you've got at the time, it's about making the most of that opportunity. And when you start to see success, I think you start to enjoy things, don't you? And then you, that turns that into into that love side. I mean, let's go back to the arranged marriages, Freddie. Yes. You know, so many of them say they don't like each other, but they do learn to love each other. So I think with work, sometimes you think, oh, God, I really hate this job. And then it just takes one person to show you maybe a, a different way of looking at it. Mm. And all of a sudden you turn to love it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I thought with the range of marriages, we're going to go into another aspect of my past then. But that again, I need <laughs> to have like, I need to have like a like a make it count private podcast or something that just like my confessions <laughs> from my uh, from my shady past, which obviously uh, didn't, didn't exist too much. But but I think you're right. And one of the biggest surprises for me for making this podcast, I've got to say, is that one of the common themes is, and we've heard this, I think even from episode one, was that that view of you can make your own luck. There's no such thing as fate. So that that there is that strong belief. I think going through the experts in the industry, which of course uh, include yourself, Jeanette, that we can achieve anything that we want. We we don't have to rely on luck or other people or blame the economy or clients. That with the right attitude and the right mindset, maybe things like the right support as well. Truly, anything is possible. Totally agree. Um, it's about who you put around you. I really believe, Freddie. Mm. Don't they say, you know, show me your friends? Yeah. And um, you know, I'll show you the person. And and it's, I haven't said it as well as I, I've heard it, but it is. It's it's putting things around you and making decisions. And and it's actually the doing, isn't mm. it? You know, people can sit and they can think and and not get there. But and I also think it's failing definitely as well. You know, when I think of how many 
different things I've thought of and tried and things that don't work teach us so much. Mm. And then when things do work and, and you get it right and, and things and you keep improving, it isn't about luck. It's about making the most of what you get given and then working, working. And it's smart, not harder but you still have to work hard. Yes, exactly. And it's one of the most powerful quotes I heard that um, I know the one that you mean around the, the, the people that you hang around with. And it's um, mm. it's not just about the five people that you spend the most time with. It's also about the five thoughts you spend the most time with. And when I heard that one, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, obviously the, the, the people around you, I totally agree, but also it's what we say to ourselves is what we tell ourselves is our self-narrative, oh, all these different things. Absolutely. I had a saying, I brought my children up on this. I fed this to them breakfast, dinner and tea. It was what you think about, you bring about, mm. you know, and I honestly absolutely dine on that one. And the other one that I absolutely live by is wherever you are, be there. And and that for me is if I'm in a meeting with clients, I'm focused. It's all about those clients. I'm not thinking about what I've got on that night or what's happening with the next meeting. It's being in that moment. And every time I'm in any client and looking at their dashboard or if I'm in a meeting with the directors or if I'm in a meeting with my team, it's the focus, it's the drive, it's how, how you can be the best you in that moment. But it is, it's what you think about, you bring about. Definitely. I, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. And uh, Jeanette, we're coming, I hate to bring this podcast to a close because we're having so much fun with it, but um, a quick perspective from yourself, if uh, if you may, around how you see the future of the industry. And uh, with, with speaking to so many firms as you do, what, what do you think the next 18 months, two years, five years holds for, for accounting? I think it's an exciting time for accountants. You know, I, I know, you know, in the last few years, there's been so much talk about them being watered down with technology coming into play that there's going to be less need. Mm. I just see through everything, every disaster, everything that gets thrown at, there's always a need for the accounting industry in that advisory role, not just in the compliance, but People always need to be giving financials to banks, to be having guidance. I think a few, and and I know there's so much talk around modern accounting firms who who are thinking and moving with the times. And I know you've had John Skoll, mm. um, you know, on uh, Mark Jenkins on, who are great believers in that style of accounting firm. But I think if accountants are prepared to be bold deliver to their clients and practice what they preach in terms of how they run their businesses. I think I think it's exciting to, you know, to be that they always go on about accountants being boring. I, I don't see them that way at all. I Absolutely think when you get a group not. of them around the table, I think it's it's so wrong because uh, we have so many laughs and they're a great, you know, industry to be in. I've, I think I've I, seen I accountants at two o'clock in the morning and there ain't excited. nothing boring there, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> no, it's just growth. There's so much growth ahead mm. for them as long as they, um, you know, run their practice as well. Definitely agree. No, I think that's a, you're a visionary, uh, Jeanette. Absolutely. And, and talking about being fully present in the present moment. Thank you so much for being present, for being part of the show. It's been an absolute delight to have you. Obviously, we have the one final question to uh, <laughs> before you go. And as we... As we know, we have the tradition here on Make It Count that the previous guest gets to ask a secret question of the current guest. So I don't know what this question is now. So I was going to say I'll look in my book, but because we're in 2023, I'm obviously checking my my emails for uh, for what the last person <laughs> sent to me. So mm. um, 
Ah, so it's a nice, <laughs> short and simple. You'll be uh, you'll be pleased to hear. Oh, good. Secret question for you, Jeanette. What is your greatest fear? Oh, that's a really good one, Freddie. My greatest fear. I mean, you could come up with all sorts of answers to that, mm. but um, I, I, ah, oh, this is this is the mother side in me coming out. I, I would hate to. Um, I would hate to outlive my children. Mm. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to have my professional hat on here, and I hope everybody that's listening, who's a parent or who has someone that they love, but my um, my biggest fear is, um, yeah, outliving my partner and my children. No, I, I totally get that, and because um, families first. I think, yeah, it's a powerful message that that we we. We have our jobs, we have our businesses, we have our goals. We talked about our, our big hairy goals earlier. Ultimately, it is what's most important is, you know, we talk about make it count. What really makes it count for our lives is is our families and uh, and our children. So that's a, a really powerful answer. Thank you, Jeanette. I'm going to break the rules here on Make It Count because we've had such a bloody brilliant episode. <laughs> I'm not going to finish it on that note. So I'm going to ask my own. This is Make It Count history we're making here. And I'm, uh, I'm going to ask the second secret question for the very first time. What Ooh. is your greatest hope? Because we're not finishing on a low note. We're finishing this one on a high. Oh, God. <laughs> my greatest hope. Your greatest dream. Oh, my greatest dream, and I've got probably two, mm -hmm. okay? I've got the most amazing relationship that um, I want to be able to grow really old and um, have an amazing retirement. But um, my greatest hope would be to grow this business and give so many people the opportunity to, um, you know, to work and to be able to change and see Fee synergy in every accounting firm in New Zealand and have them have the benefit. I would absolutely love to see that succeed. Definitely. And I am 100% sure that that will happen. And I say, I'm, I'm always a huge fan of everything you do, Jeanette, and, and the Make It Count uh, machine will do everything we can to, uh, to support you as well. Uh, the final point is if anyone has been listening to this and been thinking, right, I need to have a chat with Jeanette. I need to find out more about this. How do people find out more about Under Control, Fee Synergy? How do they get in touch with you? Okay, so we've got our website, as every every business should have. So it's undercontrolcredit.co.nz. Um, my email, I'm going to give that out there, it, and it's a long one because it's Jeanette, J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E, -E, I go for doubles, at undercontrol .co.nz and my mobile because I always answer my phone because I love the phone and I love talking in person is 027 231 4863. Amazing. Thank you, Jeanette. How bloody brave of you to give out your phone number on a global I phenomenon know. podcast. You're going to have all the fans. We said we're talking about this. We've got the fans in Singapore, we've got the fans in Belgium, <laughs> USA. Your husband, you might have to edit that out. I know. Your partner's <laughs> going to be there saying, who are all these phone calls in the middle of the night? And But that's. Uh, but sometimes no. when you're a superhero and, uh, and the credit bat signal goes up in the sky, you've got to don that cape and, uh, and go and save the day. Absolutely. <laughs> and look, it's about, it's about being approachable, Freddie, and not being scared of people actually wanting to talk to you 
um, you know, voice to voice. Definitely. No, I love that. Jeanette, thank you so much for being part of Make It Count. I knew I was going to love this conversation and it's <laughs> surpassed my expectations even further. We'd love to have you back uh, for a part two in the future. But for now, thank you again so much for being part of Make It Count. Thank you so much for having me, Freddie, and keep doing what you do. You're amazing at it. Well, always a pleasure, never a chore. (laughs) I'll see you soon. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode informed, educated, motivated, and inspired you to make it count for your clients and your business. Make sure you check out the show notes of this episode for the all-important links. Please hit subscribe, share it with the world, and don't forget to give us a five-star review. We love getting feedback on this show, and I'd love to hear which part resonated with you the most. Remember, you have got the skills, talent, expertise, and experience to make a huge difference in the lives and businesses of your clients. The days of the bean counter are over. It's time to make it count. I'll see you on the other side.